Hey friend, feel like you're carrying all the things in life and business on your shoulders? I get it. As an entrepreneur and likely solopreneur, you're wearing all the hats in your business. And as a Christian woman, probably wearing a combination of hats, including wife, mom, daughter, friend, leader, neighbor, you are doing a lot. And most likely, you've put things for yourself on the back burner. No wonder you often feel like you're about to crash from exhaustion. But no matter what the world tells you, like you should do more, including the guilt trip if you don't, or even what you hear Christians say, like you should always be putting others first and shame if you don't, we are here to tell you today that self-care is not selfish. It's actually how you avoid having nothing to give because your cup is empty. And we speak from experience because we're both military spouses who not only have a lot on our plates, but also have to do it all with our hubbies across the world for long periods of time. Who is we? Well, you know me, but let me introduce you to my guest today, Christine Hendricks, daughter of God, wife, mom, podcast host, and a whole lot of other things. What I love about Christine is her honesty about the struggle to do it all on what feels like your own. She's been a military spouse for over a decade and knows that life isn't always easy. Often we sacrifice our dreams and sometimes put our lives on hold for those we love. We struggle with stress, self-worth, with our response to circumstances beyond our control. We feel stuck and unfulfilled. We long to live a life we love and often think, if only my life looked like dot, dot, dot. Sound familiar? But her solution is not happiness the perfect business, or even a forever home. The answer is found in who you want to be and the impact you want to make. And that starts by paying attention to what your mind, body, and spirit need right where you are. So girl, whether you feel like you're carrying life, business, or both on your shoulders right now, get ready for some sustainable self-care that fills you up. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart and a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business, from launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community. Oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then... God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to 
discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar, because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Well, Christine, I am so excited to have you here as my guest on the Redeem Her Time podcast. I got to be a guest on your podcast not too long ago because we have some similarities in a role that God has called us to. So um, I know my audience does not know you yet, and I want them to. So let's start off with, you know, tell us a little bit about you, uh, for sure, the name of your podcast and what you're doing with that. But tell us about who and what you're juggling in this season of your life and business. Well, first, let me just say, I am so excited to be here and for our conversation today. As you mentioned, you have been a guest on my podcast, which is the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show, a podcast for military spouses to help them thrive and to live with more joy and less overwhelm in this life. So as you may have guessed, I am a military spouse. I have been together with my husband for almost 15 years now. And in that time, we have lived in about eight houses together. So we move roughly every two years. I am also a mom to three beautiful girls who are currently eight, six, and four. And I... In addition to all of that normal life stuff that we're all juggling, um, I do a lot of volunteer work with the spouses where we're stationed. Um, I, I run the podcast and um, then I do some marketing and life coaching on the side. So I have a lot on my plate right now, probably more than I want to, and I'm working on that. Um, but I am just excited for all of the opportunities and for what we're going to talk about today, because one of the unique things about being a military spouse is that so many of us put our own dreams and our passions on mm. the back burner. And over time, we, so many of us start to lose sight of who we are and what God has uniquely called us to do. And the more time that we spend taking care of everyone else and um, really not living into our purpose, the more that we tend to struggle with the way life looks. And I know that's not just true for military spouses, but it is something that I see time and time again. And it's really become my mission to help military spouses get unstuck and how to sustainably craft a life with purpose, regardless of where they are stationed. Wow. I love that. Right. So I'll just kind of like give an aside. If you are new, a newer listener to redeem her time, you might not know that I also was a military spouse as well and now a military mom. So I'm still connected, even though my husband is retired. And yeah, I remember those days. Like I remember the days when he was literally on the other side of the world. We didn't have the kind of connection back then that we do now. So with our sons, we can talk to them on a pretty regular basis, even if they're somewhere else. But with that, it was like maybe once a week. And that was if he could get the sat phone and we could coordinate the time zones and, you know, and all the things. And I remember being in that place of just, I'm just surviving. I am just trying to keep one foot in front of the other. I'm trying not to drop all the balls. I'm trying not to drown. You know, I'm trying to be strong. Right. And, and like you just said, 
I don't think this is just something that military spouses, you know, uh, experience, because I know that there are probably a lot of my listeners who that's not their world. And yet they could probably amen exactly the things you've described as to how you felt uh, and all of that. And, you know, one of the things we talk about here on Redeemer Time is that our busy problem is not about our circumstances. It's not about our calendar. It's not about the life season of our kids. It's not about what our husband's doing or what job we're in, or if we're growing a business or it's really not about that because it's really what's going on inside. It's really a heart issue. Um, and we have to go in there, you know, and fix that. So let's, you know, I, well, I, first of all, I want to kind of hear like how you got to this place of really wanting to help others, right? Because you are still in the throes of this. It's not like, you know, you've been there, done that you're still doing it. So how did God just kind of direct you to like, not just surviving yourself, but helping others to, uh, to survive, not just survive, but to thrive on this journey? Yeah, it's a, it's a really funny story because I had one goal in life and that was to not marry someone in the military and Ah. God looks at our plans and he says, but I have something else for you. So I had this whole plan of how I was going to build my career and do my own thing. And then I met my now husband and the very first move that we went was to the middle of nowhere where I could not get a job unless I spoke Spanish and I did not speak Spanish. And so I really struggled in that season with my identity and trying to find myself in a time when everything that I was reliant on for my identity felt like it had been taken from me. And Mm -hmm. long story short, I end up buying a coffee shop and running a coffee shop in this town. Um, And it was an incredible learning opportunity. And I really learned that it is possible to find purpose in each and every season of life. But what I also did is that I burned myself out. I was doing all the things, putting in all of the hours that were going to make this business a success. And I burned myself out in the process. And I had this realization that, you know, I love entrepreneurship and I love building businesses and creating something and bringing that into existence. But is there a better way to do this, a way that doesn't lead to burnout. And you fast forward about four or five years and we have moved four more times and I have had three babies in that time frame. And all of a sudden, all of the time that I had that I was pouring into all of these things and finding purpose in unique and creative ways, all of that evaporated. And I again came to this place where I completely felt lost and really didn't know who I was. And the thing that I truly recognized was that I was pouring from an empty cup. I had nothing left to give and I wasn't happy with myself and I wasn't showing up as the mom that I wanted to be, as the spouse that I wanted to be. And I knew something needed to change. And so this is where I just went on this deep dive journey in and trying to figure out, okay, I love serving. I love helping people. I love using my skills, my gifts. And I also 
am in this military lifestyle where I'm constantly moving. I want to be a mom. I want to be a good spouse to my husband. How do I do this well so that I'm not just surviving? Mm. And if I can figure this out, because I, at the time I was like, my husband's not getting out anytime soon. So I've got to figure this out. So I'm not spending the next 10 years of my life feeling miserable. But if I can figure this out, how can I in turn help other people to experience this? Because looking around, I saw that so many other people were struggling as well. And so I started reading everything I could get my hands on about entrepreneurship, about time management, about um, our mindset, all of these things, trying to put these pieces together and figure out, okay, like, how do we live a fulfilling life when we cannot control our external circumstances, when so much of life feels outside of our control? What can we control and what can we do to show up and be able to thrive in the midst of that? Mm. And that's what's led to the launch of the podcast and saying, okay, like, let's have these conversations because this is just not just a me problem. This is a we problem. And the more that we talk about it and the more that we share ideas, the better we all are together. Yeah. And what I love, one thing that you said that really stood out to me is that you weren't going to wait around until your circumstances changed to figure this out, right? And I think so often we think, because we think this is an outside of us problem, we think, oh, when my husband leaves the military or when my kids go to school or when my kids leave the nest and go to college, like then life will not be so busy and I'll have this time and I'll feel, and and I'm just, you know, that that isn't the answer. You know, I am in an empty nest and it isn't that way. You know, my husband is done the military and it isn't that way. Life doesn't get less busy because of what's going on outside of us but what's going on inside of us and what we're filling up with. And so I, again, heard this, you can't pour from an empty cup, which I feel like I'm a resounding gong on the show talking about this idea of, but we try to do that, right? So let's dive into this a little bit more, like this idea of like, you know, I love how you said this in in our conversation before the podcast, sustainable self-care, because we can all have those moments, right? Where we take care of ourselves and it's good for a season, But sometimes it's not sustainable uh, or we're not sustaining the practice of whatever that is. And and really, that's what's going to help us to, um, you know, not only maintain where we want to stay, but also keep growing. So let's talk a little bit about this. Like, why is why is, you know, sustainable self-care something that is such a problem or struggle for women, especially those of us in midlife that have lots of things we're juggling, whether it's military stuff or not? Like, let's kind of dive into that a little bit and and what it's costing us. Yeah, for sure. I I think I noticed two big pieces of this puzzle. And the first one is just the culture that we live in is a do more, be more, achieve more culture. And so all of the messages around us are, you need to be busy, you need to be accomplishing things, Mm -hmm. you need to be involved. And all of that makes us feel guilty when we're not doing something. But the second piece of this, um, I think, especially as moms, is this idea that we need to put everyone else first. We need Mm -hmm. to take care of everyone else. And what's left is what's for us. And that Mm -hmm. leads us to this place of burnout uh, and of trying to pour from this empty cup and realizing I have nothing to Mm -hmm. give because Mm -hmm. I just 
feel so depleted and empty inside. Mm-hmm. And, and so that really prevents us from showing up in the way that we want to show up for the people that we care most about, and ultimately for our ability to do the things that God has called us to do. If we're not taking care of ourselves, there's no way that we can step into the things that God is calling us to do. Amen and and amen. (laughs) I just want to insert this. It was so interesting. And I shared this with you before we recorded, but I want my audience to hear this. This morning, this morning, I was thinking about this interview. I was thinking about our conversation and a friend of mine, Megan Nilsson, who has the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I love it. She shared this quote about self-care and I was like, immediately memorized it in my head because I was in the bathroom. I listen while I'm getting ready in the morning. I multitask and a quick found a post-it note so I could write this down. So here's the definition of self-care that she shared. And I can't remember who she said, said this. So my apologies to whoever originally said this self-care is giving the world the best of you, not what's left of you. And I just heard you say that, like when we are depleted, when we are drained, when we are empty, and then we're, this is what we're offering to the people we say we love most. Like, you know, so often I feel like you mentioned guilt. I I, I talk to so many women, whether we have kids at home still or not, we feel guilty about not doing all the things for all the people all the time. Right. And, but the problem is, you know, and then we think, well, I can't take time for me because that's taking away from them. And wow, isn't that selfish? And yet, like you said, if I have nothing in my cup and you are my child or my friend or my sister or whatever, you are thirsty and I go to pour and there's nothing in there, but I could have filled it and then filled your cup. Like, I think that's really the selfish side of things. And so it's really just this yeah, how, what's the perspective we're looking at, at it? Um, and what then this whole idea of what am I offering? Like you said, how am I, how am I wanting to show up for the people that I say I love most? It means taking the time to make sure I'm, that I'm full so I can pour out. Right. Yeah. It's really asking that question of what is going to fill me and fuel me so that I have something to give. Mm -hmm. And It's interesting when I ask the question, you know, what is it that fuels you? What is it that brings you joy? A lot of people can't answer that question because we've never taken the time to say, what is it that really brings me joy? And this is the other thing with self-care and and why I like to talk about sustainable self-care. We have this idea of self-care as like, you know, going to the spa for a day or something like big and over the top. I need a weekend away, right? And we get this idea that if I can't have this big thing that's going to fill me up, then I can't take care of myself. And it's really about the daily and weekly rhythms that we establish in our life that are sustainable, that allow us to keep showing up, even in the seasons where life is tough, where we have a lot on our plate, our ability to navigate that well and to still be able to have something in our cup goes back to those daily, weekly, monthly rhythms in our life. I love that. I love the word rhythm, right? Because it, it's it's not a hard and fast, you know, I mean, we think about the military, we think about the discipline and you will be here at this time in this uniform and, you know, do this, say this thing and do this thing, right? We're not trying to be super strict here, but we need to have those rhythms, those patterns in our life 
that keep us in that place of, you know, balance and keep us in that place of staying filled. So around here, I like to not just talk theory, but like, let's talk practice, right? Like, so let's talk a little bit about like, how do we start changing or growing in this? Because maybe it's kind of happening here and there, uh, but it's not consistent, or maybe it's not happening at all, or maybe it is just the big things versus the little daily, weekly rhythms. So what are some practical steps that we can take to start moving forward to A, figure out what even is refilling? Because I I totally hear that. And there was a time when I didn't even know if someone asked me what I liked <laughs> and what I wanted, right? When was it about me? Um, and I've grown past that, right? Um, but yeah, how do we identify that? And then how do we actually start you know, incorporating some of those things on a more consistent basis? Absolutely. So the first thing is what we've talked about is really just taking out a piece of paper, writing that question at the top of that page. What is it that brings me joy? And spending some time thinking about it. Because the story I like to tell is that the fact is, what it is that brings us joy and what's going to help fill us up is going to change from season to season. And before I had kids, I loved going to the nail salon and getting a pedicure. And that was like my thing. And that's how I would go and de-stress. And once I had kids, I thought I still needed to do this. Like, this is the thing that I know makes me, me, and I'm going to do this until I took the time to assess and reflect on what it was costing me to go to the nail salon and carve out time to go get a pedicure. And what I realized is that it was draining me and stressing me out more than when it's actually Mm -hmm. filling me with life. And so it's asking yourself in this season, what is available to me that can bring me joy? And that has looked different in every place that I have been stationed. Um, and, and at that time I realized, Hey, okay. Like it's not going to get the pedicures that I need in this season. Currently I am stationed in Hawaii. And as long as we are here, um, I am trying to soak that up. And the thing that brings me joy is when I can take five minutes and go lay in the hammock in our backyard, which is not like a big time consuming thing. It's five minutes a day, but it makes a huge difference in my day. Yeah, for sure. Right. And I love that. And, you know, and sometimes I I love how you said it could look different in different seasons. And sometimes I found that there are like, there is like this breadcrumb trail that, that kind of ties together different seasons too. So sometimes we can notice those things. Like, what did I used to like when I was a kid? Or what did I like when, like, like before I had kids? And sometimes those are things we put on a back burner because we think we don't have time or we don't, you know, we shouldn't take the time. Um, And sometimes, yeah, it is fun to go back and revisit that. Or, you know, like you said, maybe things have changed and we need to be open to something, to something new. Okay. So once we've identified it, <laughs> now what? So- So the second step is really to start with rest because we live in this culture of hurry and do more and be more. And we don't often take time for rest. And it's really looking at our schedule and saying, I'm going to intentionally set aside time that is for rest. And if you're like me who thrives on to-do lists and check marks, and sometimes you just have to write it so that you can check it off. But it is intentionally carving out time where I am not doing anything. I am not accomplishing anything. But 
I now know that if I don't take that time, I'm not going to be productive when I'm working on my to-do list. I need that downtime to restore me so that I can actually show up and make progress when I'm trying to get things done. So really starting from that place of, am I intentionally carving out time for rest in my Mm. week? Yeah. And what is truly restorative? Because what typically, right? I want my listeners to think about this. What do you do if you have a spare minute? You grab your phone and you start scrolling or or like looking somewhere, but you have to ask yourself, is that really restorative? Now, if you come into the Redeemer Time community, I hope, yes, you're very encouraged and challenged and feel equipped to, you know, go and pour out. But most things we're doing on our phones are not. And yet that's the default, right? That we have. And then we wonder why we are still feeling drained even after we quote unquote had that downtime. So that's, yeah, just something I've noticed, right? Well, I think it's very interesting because it's a sign of burnout. Like we're too tired to do the things that we know will truly fuel us and that will fill us with life. We get to this place where all it feels like we can do is like turn on the TV or pick up our phone and scroll because we've gotten to this place where we just feel so overwhelmed and burned out. And it's being able to recognize, hey, this is not going to get me to where I want to go. This is not going to ultimately help me show up in the way that I want to show up. And how can I instead take that time and do the things that are really going to fill me up and help me to be able to navigate all of the challenges and the busyness and all of the commitments that we have in life. So I think that that first thing is taking time to discover what it is that Mm. really brings you joy. And the second thing is carving out intentional time for rest. But then the third piece is really looking at what you need in your mind in your body and in your spirit. And I definitely recommend doing some kind of life assessment. And I know Lissa has one that she provides, but you got to look at these areas of your life and, and say, how am I doing in each of these areas? And then what is a daily or weekly rhythm Mm. I can institute that's going to help me in this area? How can I show up and move my body in a way that makes me feel better? What can I do with my mind so that I'm not dwelling on thoughts that are causing me more stress and anxiety? What do I need to do to connect with God so that I feel like I'm growing in Him and not just existing and not just sustaining and feeling like, okay, things are okay. What can I do to grow in each of these areas? Yeah, I love that because if we don't like ever go to the doctor and get that baseline assessment to see where am I, we don't know because it's just become our new normal. So we don't know what areas are really lacking, right? Where is my body depleted? And that's what we find out from going to that, you know, that annual exam at the doctor. But I love how you talk about going into, you know, the mind and the spirit as well, because oftentimes it's easy to just kind of like, be oblivious to that, um, or ignore it. And then eventually over enough time, we start not noticing. And again, it just becomes the new normal. And not only are we not growing forward, but we're actually moving, you know, in a negative direction. And we may not feel it 
all at once, but over time it will start catching, catching up with us. So, so good. So identifying what brings me joy, starting with uh, carving out time for rest and really assessing what I need, you know, in this season and making sure that I'm getting that on a consistent basis. And you know, what I'm hearing is these are just little things, like you said. So when I think about like, you know, my listeners, they're busy, right? They're, 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 launching kids, they're supporting husbands, they're taking care of their own wellness, they're maybe have aging parents, all these things, and they're building a business and they're serving at church. And right, like you said in the beginning, all the things that are on our plate. So what I'm hearing is if we can just take these little like these little times during the week and um and build these rhythms, that's what will keep us growing forward, right? Definitely. I and it's funny because we come up against this question. I feel like in every season of life. And we think, oh, you know, when I was talking to some single airmen uh, last week and they were like, oh, you know, like my, my job is so busy. And, and when I progress in my career, it's just going to be that much busier. And then you add in a spouse, you add in kids, you add in building a business, you add in all of these things. And we keep thinking, oh, it, it'll get easier eventually, but there's always something else. And it really is going back to looking at our weekly schedule and saying, what are the small things that I can do? And those things may not feel like much Mm -hmm. and they may not make a big difference immediately, but over time, those inputs are going to make a big difference in the long run. And I think that is true of any habit that we're trying to implement. You can't necessarily see the result that you want up front. It takes intentional effort to do it, not once, not just once a week, but time and time again. But eventually that's going to pay so many dividends and help you show up and help you step into who God created you to be and live the fullest version of life. I love that, right? Like what a ripple effect then that has as we are growing and being filled up with him and just in these other areas of our life. And then we pour out into the life of other people. So I'm encouraged. Um, but I know we have someone listening today who's just either feeling in that stuck place or she's just kind of been in this, like, I don't have time for me place for a really long time. What would be one piece of encouragement that you would give her to help her start taking some maybe baby steps in moving in this area? You know, The one thing that I would say to encourage you is just to start by giving yourself lots of grace. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to beat ourselves up. It's so easy to have all of this guilt that we're not doing it well, or that we're the only ones that haven't been able to figure it out, or that we haven't made progress faster. And life just keeps coming at us sometimes. I know as someone who is a podcast host for military spouses, it's interesting because I meet these other podcasters sometimes and and they're like, oh, you know, I overcame this thing in the past and now I'm able to help other people who are still in it. And the interesting thing about this situation, this season of life that I'm in is that I'm still in it as I'm growing and trying to help other uh, military spouses. And there's still things that happen. And so 
the the starting point is just to give yourself grace and know that it's it's a process. This is something that I tell myself all the time, you know, progress, not perfection, process, mm-hmm. not outcome. And so I just would want everyone listening to just take a deep breath and to know this is a journey and you're doing the best that you can. Thank you for that permission and direction, because I think you're right. We can sometimes expect so much of ourselves or we compare ourselves to people around us, or we see progress for a little bit and then we kind of fall off off the bandwagon. And then we're, you know, the whole self-sabotage thing. So you're right. Like just starting where we are, giving ourselves grace because God gives us grace and just saying, what's the next thing I can do that's going to move me Mm -hmm. in this direction. So we could talk all day, girl. I love this. Um, So tell us a little bit more about what resources you have to offer, you know, women. um, And yeah, just go ahead and highlight that. And we'll make sure to link those in the show notes. Yes. Thank you for first. I would like to just invite you to my podcast, the mill spouse mastermind show, where we have these conversations about reframing our mindset about getting clarity on who we are, who God created us to be, what our purpose is, and then how to sustainably live into that in seasons of life where we can't control our external circumstances, but we can choose to make the most of the time we have. I have a bunch of free resources available on my website. I have a life assessment. I have a values worksheet to help you figure out what your core values are. I have a clarity workshop to help you get clear on what it is that lights your heart on fire so that you can begin to discover who God made you to be. Um, And all of those are available at millspousemastermind.com. All right. And go ahead. Yeah. And then I'm on Instagram at Millspouse Mastermind, and I would love to chat with you there as well. So good. So good. And I will be inviting uh, Christine to come into the Redeem Her Time community, where we always take the conversation off the podcast and start really living it out. And so I love inviting my experts in there so we can talk more about how does this work in my life? Because we always think like, I'm the exception, right? This sounds great, but my life, you know, and so it's a great opportunity to get to learn, continue to learn together. So I'll invite everyone over there as well. And I encourage you, if this added value for you, number one, if you know a military spouse, would you consider sharing this specific episode? And, you know, she'll get linked to Christine's resources with her. Because I know firsthand as a military spouse, if I would have had someone like Christine in my ear when I was, you know, what I called household six, my husband's on the other side of the the ocean, and I was home with three kids and just in survival mode, like, what a difference that would have made. And, you know, I just, I love the fact that you're there now. And so I want women to share this specifically with military spouses. But everything we talked about today does not just apply to if you're in a season of being a military spouse. I mean, I think this is life in general as a midlife woman, and especially those of us who are called by God to have a business as well. So, you know, I encourage you, like if there's just someone else that you're like, gosh, they need to hear this too, share this with them uh, because you never know how that's going to be maybe exactly what they needed to hear today. So thank you, Christine, so much for sharing your wisdom today. I just love connecting with you. And I know that you and I will continue to do that. So as this is airing after the new year, and we're thinking about what's before us, what is it that you would like to make more time for in this next year that you really feel like God is calling you to, um, to, to work, focus on? 
it's funny because, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we move in roughly two year increments and we are at this place where we are hoping to extend, um, but we don't know if that's possible. So we may be moving in a few months um, and, and we're kind of waiting to see that. Um, so I think for me in this season, it's really being able to be present and to soak up the time that we have here, because I don't know whether that's going to be, you know, four more months or a year and a half. Um, mm. And it's easy to get focused on all of the what ifs and the planning for what might happen. And there's a lot of stress that comes with moving and trying to start your life from the ground up every couple of years, but really just trying to take this season to be intentional, to be present and to soak up the time and just the blessing it is to have this time in Hawaii. For sure. Soak up all of that sunshine for those of us who are here in the mainland, especially those of us who are right now in the Midwest, (laughs) where we're not getting a lot of that sunshine, you know, and I love, I love that, right? Like just being fully present where God has you in this time and in this place. Because like James four says, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We can make plans. We can think this is how long I'm going to be here. And then this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do with my business or my relationship or my health. But really none of us know what tomorrow holds. And so we have to be present today and, and trust him for tomorrow. So what a beautiful thing to put your time into. I love that. Thank you so much for being here today, Christine. I appreciate you and can't wait to hear the blessing this is to so many. Thank you so much for having me. I just enjoy the conversations that we have together and just how much life and intentionality that you bring and how you help women really live into the most of what God has made them to be and and really make the most of the time that they have. So thank you for what you do. Well, it's always being together on the journey with women like you that makes it even better. So, all right. Thanks you. Thank you so much, everyone. Wow. I love when a good conversation flows like that. And here's the definition of self-care that God put in front of me right before we hit record. Self-care is giving the world the best of you, not what's left of you. So no more taking on the guilt if you sit down to rest or if you put your needs at the top of the list. I hope you feel encouraged and challenged to do what fills and refuels you on a regular basis before you pour out. Here are the three keys Christine mentioned. One, identify what brings you joy in this season. Two, start with carving out restorative downtime. And three, pay attention to what your mind, body, and spirit need. And like I said, I'm inviting Christine into the Redeem Her Time community where we can continue the conversation. So here is today's community question. What is one way that you will commit to self-care starting today? It's almost Valentine's Day, so this is your reminder to not just love others, but to love them as you love yourself. So what are you doing to fill up? We can't wait to talk more and help you on your journey so you can pour from from a full cup. Speaking of which, do you have my free Fill Your Cup First guide? If not, go grab it at redeemhertime.com. You'll find it at the top of the page. And if you do, are you doing those daily refills? If not, Grab it out and recommit to yourself and soul care. And if you or someone you know is a military spouse, be sure to go check out Christine's Mill Spouse Mastermind and podcast. I'll definitely link it in the show notes. 
But before we go, let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for the freedoms we enjoy every day. First of all, in Christ, but also in this time and place in which we live. And thank you for those who sacrifice on our behalf to serve our country, including military spouses who are the unsung heroes. I know that you have used this unexpected role in my life to grow my faith in my marriage. And I pray that you will equip and empower Christine and those she serves with the faith and support they need to keep things going on the home front, especially when their loved ones are far away. Watch over your sons and daughters, both on and off the battlefield, and give comfort and peace to those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice in our behalf with the life of their loved one. And you alone is our strength, no matter what roles we play. So may we continue to look to you as our protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, we'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community, where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, instead of chasing time on a clock, trying to control it, receive the gift of time from the one who truly holds it. Because as his daughter, you have time. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.